This is a Radio 1 91FM podcast. And I have a very special guest here on the phone. I'm going to be chatting with Leanne Pooley, director of The Girl on the Bridge, which will be premiering at the New Zealand Film Festival. Leanne, how are you? Oh, there we go. Leanne. Hi. Sorry about that. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Um, Yeah, I can hear you. How's it going? It's good. It's good. The premiere and often sold out, and we're looking forward to traveling around the country with the film. So, yeah, no, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, so, uh, your uh, documentary, The Girl on the Bridge, will be premiering in Dunedin on the on Monday, the 27th of July um, at the Regent Theatre. Listeners can get their tickets from... Um, the New Zealand International Film Festival website. Um, so I was just wanting to... And I'll be there. I'll be at that doing a Q&A. Uh, so oh, sweet. That's awesome. To, I'll be at the screening, yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. So I just had a few questions about um, The Girl on the Bridge. Um, it looks incredible. From what I've seen so far, it looks absolutely amazing. Um, how are you feeling... Um, now that it is about to be shown t- throughout the country? Well, I mean, I'm really proud of the film. It's, it's a, it tells the story of a young woman named Jazz Thornton who's just the most extraordinary, incredible young woman. And so it, it's, 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 it's really sort of humbling and a privilege to bring her story to the screen. I mean, she, she has... Um, I don't know if people have heard of Jazz, but she is this sort of mental health activist who ha- had been a... She's a suicide survivor. She tried to take her own life multiple times in her teens. And in her early 20s, she started a charity called Voices of Hope, which uh, makes video content trying to address the issues she feels are, you know, creating what is a crisis in terms of suicide statistics in New Zealand and she has just become this huge international global she's sort of, she's sort of the Greta of uh, mental health if you like she mm-hmm. spoke at the United Nations last year she gets 12 million views a week on TikTok she wrote a book that's number one in various countries all over the world I mean she's just the most amazing young woman and she's got an incredible story to tell yeah for sure and so um, I, one of the things that I suppose I was wondering was, uh, first of all, is this, um, is, you know, showcasing uh, the issues, particularly here in New Zealand, like you said, there's um, absolutely uh, just heartbreaking um, rates of suicide here in New Zealand. Mm, and yeah. of course, a lot of um, issues with you know, mental health and mental health care. Um, is this uh, something that you have wanted to make a documentary about for a while? Um, I mean, as, as, as documentary filmmakers, what you what you tend to do is you, you look for a story that deals with subject matter that you're interested in. So, you know, like everybody, I felt slightly paralyzed by the statistics here and, and suicide as a subject is one that is not, not an easy subject to tackle mm-hmm. and anytime you make a documentary really rather than just doing a what I call a topic 
film, which is, you know, we're going to make a documentary about suicide, it's actually always better if there's a story you can tell that allows you to explore the topic, but you do it by telling a story. And Mm -hmm. because I was, like everybody, concerned about what's going on with the particularly youth suicide rates in New Zealand, um, when I came across Jazz and her story, I just felt it it was a gift. I mean, it was a gift because I was able to help, sort of, I hope, bring shine a little light on uh, on a subject that's it's been kind of cloaked in sort of darkness and, and fear. You know, people yeah. are afraid to talk about it because everyone's afraid to get it wrong. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know? So it's scary. But jazz made it possible to really get to the heart of it in a way that I just don't think has been done before. Yeah, for sure. And um, so uh, in terms of that sort of process of, um, you know, first finding out about jazz and um, what she what she has been up to, I suppose, and the amazing work that she's been doing, and then um, do you then approach her and say, hey, I would like to tell your story to the best of my ability well, through film? Or It was... It was a bit unusual. It was. It was. It, my film's a little bit unusual because it's kind of a film inside a film. So mm-hmm. what actually happened is, Jazz was at film school. She was twenty-two years old, and she was in in film school. And she was running this charity called Voices of Hope, as I said, that makes uh, video content that discusses issues of mental health for young people. And she went to film school so that she could get better at that. Mm-hmm. And then she decided she wanted to make a web series about the death of a friend of hers. She lost a friend named Jessica mm. to suicide, and Jazz wanted to make a web series about her friend. And I saw Jazz pitch her web series to a... Um, it was at a, at a documentary forum at an industry event here in Auckland, and uh, I thought she was incredible. And then she... The people who were going to make... She got funding to make this web series and tell the story of her friend that she lost and the people who were making the web series approached me, because I'm an old documentary filmmaker, and they thought maybe I could give her a hand. So they asked me to come in and see her and maybe give her a hand with her web series. And the minute I met her, I just felt really strongly that the journey she would go on to tell the story of her friend would be an extraordinary journey. So rather than helping her with the web series, I actually filmed the process of her trying to tell this other story mm-hmm. and so it's a kind of behind the scenes but it's so much more than that because while they were trying to tell the story of Jess they had to they had to you know work out what can you say what can't you say why can you say it why can't you say it you know what's triggering how can we you know so there was all these issues that went on around the web series now the web series is called Jessica's Tree and it's actually out in the world and it's one prizes all over the planet. It just won a gold medal at the New York Film Festival for Best Web Series last week, actually. And so it was a slightly unusual thing because Jazz's web series just kind of winds in and out of my film. But my film tells the story of Jazz while Jazz tells the story of her friend Jessica. Mm. (laughs) It's a bit meta. It's a bit meta. (laughs) Yeah. And while she was making the web series, you know, we, we filmed her for two years, and during that time, young people from all over the country would reach out to her and would, would you know, she would get phone calls every single day from a young person saying, you know, I've just taken a bottle of pills, or, 
I, I'm standing on the edge of a cliff. I mean, ter- terribly difficult for her because she was trying very hard to help these young people. But, you know, you can't save everybody. Yeah. And so she, while she was uh, making her web series, she was also sort of um, becoming a more, more and more visible face to the suicide crisis. So the film sort of also looks at the cost of advocacy, yeah. how tough it is to be an advocate and to be, you know, to pop your head up over the parapet and what it means when you do that. And um, and it, it sort of follows her as she learns how to manage the pressure of dealing with the issues that come with this subject. Yeah, for sure. And I think that it, uh, it certainly highlights how few people um, or how how little sort of visible help there is um, that as soon as one person um, does begin to advocate there's all these people who you know the the, the absolutely yeah yeah the few yeah, people yeah, who I totally yeah the few I people agree, who are know? do something doing something are doing I don't want to say doing too much but have just all of this pressure on them to be yeah tricky yeah yeah it's super yeah, tricky because yeah. you know there is there is the 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 one hand where and jazz in particular seems like such a compassionate person where mm-hmm. you you mm-hmm. want to help everybody and as soon as yeah. you've been through that sort of pain you don't want anybody else to feel that but then at the same time you sort of have to have some form of you know self preservation take I care guess. of yourself yeah that's right yeah yeah well well it's one of and it's one of the things that the film explores it explores that issue exactly and and also it explores it, it, you know what i really hope it does is because because jazz is a is a survivor herself she kind of opens the door so that you can see through the eyes of somebody who's been through it i mean i think that's why she does connect with young people mm. i've never seen anyone connect the way she does when she she does a lot of public speaking, and after she speaks, there's always like 30 people will come up afterwards and tell them, you know, tell her their stories. And she just connects with everyone. And it's because she knows what they're going through because she's been there. Mm-hmm. But what she also does is she allows those of us who've never been there, like I've never felt that dark that I wanted to end my life. She gives me a bit of a portal into what it is like to be that person. And one of the problems I think we have in the world is people are judgmental or misguided in their views about suicide because they apply their own way of thinking to someone else. And, yeah. you know, they'll say, oh, it, it, it's, it's selfish. Someone who kills themselves, they're selfish. Well, actually, what often happens is that somebody who is in that place, they actually believe that by taking their own life, they're they're a burden and that they'll get out of their family's way and that they're doing the right thing by this you know they don't think the way we think and what jazz allows me allowed me to do in the film is sort of let people see what it is like to be in that mindset so that when we do come across it we know maybe a little bit more about how to help yeah because if we if we just apply our own prejudices or our own way of seeing the world onto somebody, we're not empathizing with what it is they're going through. We're just applying our own mindset to it. Mm. And that doesn't help. So yeah. Jazz really gives, you know, she allows, she allowed me in the film to sort of, just sort of open a window so that people can have a look in 
And so many people are dealing with this issue. I mean, when I tell people I've made a film on this subject matter, almost everyone, almost everyone will say, oh, you know, I lost a, a cousin or my boyfriend when I was 16 or, you know, just everybody has a story to tell. And so it's, it's, it's sort of ubiquitous in the society. And so we need to get better at communicating about it. So hopefully the film will help with that. Yeah, for sure. And um, I just also, too, I feel like it's it's absolutely amazing just the way that you've sort of approached uh, making a film such as this because, you know, like you said, um, a lot of people might sort of consider making a film, oh, I'm going to make a film about um, suicide survivors and mental health, and they sort of go at it at that direction and don't sort of consider that, um, you know, we are social beings. We we empathize through, you know, being able to see through somebody else's eyes. We need, mm. um, we need someone that we can see ourselves in in order to sort of put ourselves into that kind of mindset. Um, exactly. And well, it's it's what you see when you when you listen to jazz. It's why she gets twelve. You know, as I said, you know, she's getting twelve million views a week mm. on TikTok, and and the reason for that is because people identify with her experience. Both people who have been there themselves, people who have known people who have been there, or people that just want to be able to do more. You yeah. know, she inspires people to do more, and she stood up. You know, she's she's. There's been a few dorks in the media who have said stupid shit like mm. sorry um, she, no, that's not no, good. She, it, there's been people who have said things like oh you know people just need to harden up mm. well she addresses that and she talks about why that attitude is one of the reasons we have the statistics we do you know that sort of harden up don't make a fuss get, you know she addresses that and hasn't been afraid to take on some pretty high profile people who've said dumb stuff yeah. um, she's not afraid she puts herself out there in a way that is fearless, really. Fearless. Yeah, for sure. And um, also, too, I, I suppose one of the one of the uh, most sort of prevalent things that I have read about your film so far, um, The Girl on the Bridge, is that it does offer um, sort of answers and solutions of, like, what do you do um, in order yeah. to help people like this? Um, hopefully, hopefully. I mean, that was absolutely every single step of the way. You, you know, you're constantly balancing why you put something in a film. Why is that scene there? What, what is it adding? What is it telling us? What are people going to take away from it? Is it, you know, is it sensationalizing? But also, is it teaching? You know, is, is there a teaching moment there mm-hmm. without it feeling like homework? You yeah. Know, the, <laughs> the challenge is... To, to sort of relate the information in a way that doesn't feel like you're lecturing people. Mm. And that's why it's such a gift to be able to work with someone like Jazz because, she, you know, she's just so sort of continually inspirational and everything she says is worth listening to. You go, I mean, little tiny things. Like she said something that I took away, you know, I, I've got daughters of my own and, you know, when she basically says if somebody is in a very dark place and they want to die don't say it's going to be okay because in that moment they don't feel that they don't Mm -hmm. feel it's going to be okay and if if your only response is it's going to be okay what you're doing 
is negating the reality of what they're feeling. You're not acknowledging that they're in a very tough place, you know? So she, she sort of says, you know, you have to acknowledge that they're feeling pain. Don't try and wash it away with platitudes. Acknowledge they're feeling pain. That's important. That's just where you can start. Mm. Things like that I found personally, I found really, really helpful. Yeah, definitely. Um, I uh, thank you very much, Leanne, um, for chatting with me today. Um, I am incredibly excited to see the girl on the bridge. Um, it sounds absolutely amazing, and it sounds like it's going to be, I don't know, just a very important film, I think, um, to to sort of have um, this sort of perspective on such a big issue here in New Zealand. Thank you so, so much for chatting Thank with me. Thank you for today. having me. And, 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 you know, come say g'day at the end of the film. Oh, yeah, for sure. You <laughs> Make can, yourself known. You can, uh, <laughs> hello and, 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 and I look forward to, to being in Dunedin real soon. <laughs> yeah, it's Monday. definitely. What, sorry, I'm trying to, I've got quite a few screenings. Is it Monday? I'm in Dunedin on Monday. Yes, yep. Monday. On Monday yep, at 6.30 p.m. <laughs> you can get your tickets at, um, at the New Zealand International Film Festival website, and you can chat to Leanne there all about um, the girl uh, on the bridge. Um, thank you so much, Leanne. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Radio 191 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.